Hello, how is it going today? Well, hello there. My name is Josh Deibler. I'm one of your hosts, and I'm joined by the other hosts, Austin, Brock Guerrero. How are you guys doing tonight? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing good as well. Well, that's great. We got a lot to talk about today, a lot of sports, a lot of topics. This is the Terrible Take Podcast, and we're the guys with the terrible takes, and this is episode one. Sit back. All right. In the NFL, we got the two undefeated teams, uh, the 49ers and the Patriots, um, both sitting at 8-0. and Do you guys believe that they're on a crash course to be in the Super Bowl? No. No. Patriots? Obviously. I mean, who's going to beat them other than uh, Baltimore? But uh, the Niners, I think they benefited from such an easy schedule. Um they haven't played anyone. They beat the Rams, but the Rams are kind of a shit show right now. I mean, what? They got a tough fucking schedule coming up here soon. So I don't really. I mean, anything they do, I don't. I don't know. Not until they beat like a legit team. Okay. Yeah, that's understandable. I would say I'm on the same boat with the Patriots. Like, it's just the same story, just a different year for them. Yeah. Uh, and then you add to that that the defense is like playing at a legendary level, like. They're doing to teams, like, stuff that's never happened before. I mean, they – I saw a stat today that if Tom Brady was to throw the ball into the ground every single play, they'd still be 3-3-1 three, three and one or something going into this last game or next week. But, I mean, that doesn't ever happen. So that means your defense is putting up points consistently week after week and special teams is getting blocked field goals, blocked punts, you know, taking them back. You know? Yeah, I think the Pats have also benefited from playing a really easy schedule. I think the one thing that they have over the Niners is the fact that, I mean, the Niners are a young team. I mean, I love George Kittle, Iowa boy. Garoppolo, I got you on my fantasy team and you fucking suck. But, you know, there's a there's a lot of promise for the future for that team. But right now they've played a weak schedule. I mean, it's the Patriots. I mean, I, they're – bound to drop a game here soon Mm -hmm. but again with the way their defense is playing again yeah i mean it's a weak schedule that they're playing their tough games are coming up here soon i mean they got to play baltimore that's there right uh at baltimore yeah at baltimore and then they got to go play the cowboys don't want to give them too much credit but um and then the texans and the chiefs who knows mahomes might be back by then Mm-hmm. I mean, they got some games they might drop, but I mean, it's Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. I yeah. mean, it's hard to say that they are, they won't be a presence in the playoffs this year. But the Niners, I mean, I don't want to tear them down too easily. It's kind of like the Panthers back when Cam Newton ca- carried them to the uh, Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Who did they Who did they really beat that year? They had some tough games, but I mean, Cam Newton was phenomenal. But I mean, uh, yeah, and that defense was, you know, off the charts with Keekley, young Keekley. Yeah. Um, Thomas Davis, yeah. other side linebacker. They were both just studs. Yeah, I mean they were they were a good they were a good team, and I think the Niners kind of showing flashes of that. But I mean their team's way too young, mm-hmm. I think. And I hate to do that, like throw like under 
to like, yeah, to downgrade them just to say that they're too young. But I mean, yeah, it it depends on how they play, how they finish out the rest of the season. Because yeah. it's the halfway point, dude. When if they come out and do a strong showing against, you know, the fucking Seahawks, they still have to play the Seahawks twice. They play Green Bay, mm-hmm. and they play Baltimore, MVP Lamar Jackson, and uh, and they play New Orleans. I mean, they got a tough schedule coming up ahead of them and mm-hmm. now that's another defense that's playing really well though too. saints yeah yeah that no defense. i mean the the niners the oh niners the niners yeah yeah excuse me really high too but again i mean your defense is going to look really good that's for both teams when you're playing the jets <laughs> patriots when you're playing the jets twice the browns when right there you're going to get at least eight interceptions between both of them <laughs> yeah for sure because baker and darnold yeah it's dangerous it's it's pathetic. Oh. That Browns team looks pathetic. Um, Brock, what do you, what did you see just in this last performance? I mean, they're sitting at two and five now, and the Browns season honestly is pretty much a wasted season down the drain. So, I mean, I just don't know what where they go from here. I mean, yeah, definitely that last showing against the Patriots. I watched a good amount of that, and that was easily their worst performance of the year. Uh, I don't know how you can. I think it was just the issue of the mixing all the egos. I mean, you bring in. You already have Baker Mayfield, but you bring in OBJ, and you know that he uh, hates losing, obviously, as along with everybody. But uh, I don't know. Ego, I think ego does, like, you know, kill chemistry, I, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I'm rooms, just saying but that. But I think their, their coaching. Freddie Kitchens. He sucks. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Why did he get the job? I, I get he was on the staff, but, like, they didn't want to look for, like, an actual, like, coach that – Imagine like a decent coach coming. That's what I'm into saying. That That's a there. good talent. They're not even like a deep. Okay, obviously a decent coach, but a coach with any history in the NFL. That's not Jeff Fisher. I mean, <laughs> the talent there, dude. The yeah. It's it's kind of hard to see like how they're doing. I mean, Baker Mayfield is a fucking turnover machine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, Odell is still all world talent. Uh, he is. Jarvis Landry is still a top fifteen receiver in the league. Maybe not playing this year, but going into this year, definitely. Um, I don't know. It, it's kind of depressing. It looks really good, me being a Ravens fan, and we're going to have, like, a fucking cakewalk to the playoffs, hopefully. God mm-hmm. forbid anything bad happens. But, yeah, the way they look, it's kind of. Well, like well, I was saying, that's just wasted. That's a wasted season with that talent. Like, who knows how long, really, Odell's going to be there. Yeah. Um, I know he signed, the what, three-year, I believe. Could have been four, but. He's not going to want to stick around if this continues. So this is a one-wasted season if they don't turn it around real fast. I mean, at 2-5, and five, you can't afford. I think you got to fire the coach. You have yeah, to. you got to fire him. You have to. I don't think the, the the troops are rallying around him. And, like, it's just a bad look. Yeah, yeah I mean, who was uh, – what year did uh, Kitchens take over the reins? This year. This year. This, this year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was just a D coordinator last year. Yeah, who was – I mean, you, there, who was Williams, the coaching market then? Williams, I think, stepped in while – Hugh yeah, Jackson got yeah, fired, right? yeah, but who is who is the, I mean, who's some available coach right now that could fill that spot better in Kitchens? Because you can basically name anybody except for Je- Jeff Fisher, like uh, Josh said. Yeah, you got to get Jeff Fisher. You could do a better job. You got to get that out of the way right away. <laughs> that man is not a coach in the NFL. No. Um, out on the available market, though, I think what a lot of people stop like don't remember is you can go out and get like a hot uh, <laughs> offensive coordinator. Or, like, defensive coordinator. It doesn't really have to be, like, a head coach at the moment. Kyle Shanahan. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I was just going to go there. Kyle Shanahan looking really solid with the 49ers, undefeated. 
Um, I mean, you could say the same for Patricia now. For the Lions, they're not doing great, but they're definitely have a lot better yeah. than the Browns. Yeah. Well, and you know with Patricia, that helps that he was on Belichick's staff, like no doubt. I mean, yeah, I guess that looks pretty, pretty marketable, pretty good on your resume. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I mean, look what the Patriots do. You got three. I, I wouldn't say hottest quarterbacks, but I mean, yeah, solid. You look at the top teams in the league. Three of the quarterbacks have all played for Bill Belichick. Jacoby Brissett, he's a bona fide stud. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garoppolo, I mean, they've won seven games in a row. Mm-hmm. Now we were talking about how their schedule was, you know. True, that probably plays a part into it. But, I mean, he's looking pretty goddamn good coming out of yeah, there. Yeah, he's a stud. Can you imagine that 2016 team had those three? I mean, they're just sitting behind the GOAT and, like, yeah. learning from him. Like, what else? I mean, what did you expect? You see them go to their own team, and it's not like they were just scrubs. Like, Garoppolo was drafted second round, so, like, he was meant to be pretty good. Where's uh, Brock Asweiler at before? <laughs> Asweiler was, was at he Denver. behind Peyton Manning? He was in Denver. Okay. And he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> He's a free agent, and that's a, there's a reason for that. But also, I think when you, you look at Jacoby Brissett and um, Garoppolo, they've kind of fallen into good situations. With the Patriots, you mean? Or you mean their their the next? The teams after. Oh, I mean, after, teams, yeah. The Colts, I mean, when have they never not been a well, legit can, team. Can you imagine that, though, for Brissett? Okay, so yet, first you're sitting behind Brady and Garoppolo, mm-hmm. and then, like, second they trade you to the Colts. It's yeah. not like you were just thrown in, either. He still got to sit behind Luck for a couple seasons. He started a couple games when Luck got injured. And, well, he did, I mean, yeah, he played, but you okay. still sit in that quarterback room with him. Yeah. I mean, that's two good quarterbacks to learn from, and yeah. then he's a damn good athlete, has a good arm. Like, that's a good situation to fall into. I'm kind of happy for it. I am. It's it's good to see um, the Colts. Actually, in my opinion, I I think they're an outside Super Bowl contender. Contender, like yeah. they're not someone I'm going to pick to make it. Yeah. But they're not a bad football team. Mm-mm. Plus, if you keep them in Indianapolis, playing in that dome, that's a pretty tough place to play. Yeah. I mean, two years ago they beat the shitty ass led uh, Alex Smith Chiefs <laughs> when they were down by like 28. Oh man, that was. Hey. Bad. You know what I actually saw? This is kind of not our topic we were going to bring up today, but uh, so Matt Moore last night, mm-hmm. over like 250 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Is this a sign? Okay, if you guys didn't know, listening so far, what our podcast is called, it's called Terrible Takes. I'm going to start it off hot here, episode one. Mahomes, system quarterback? That's terrible. Stop. That is the worst take. <laughs> you didn't really mean that. Like, I saw that all over Twitter last night. It was so funny. Please say psych. Please. I don't th- I don't, I think- don't know, dude. Matt Moore was balling out there. <laughs> I thought that. I don't know. I thought that. I never saw Matt Moore as a uh, starter or a capable starter in this league, but I, didn't, I never saw him as a backup that should never play either. I thought that he's a. He's an excellent placeholder, and especially the job he's been doing so far. I don't know when pa- I mean, Patty Mahomes is going to come back. Yeah. So. But at the same time, I think that – I he, thought that Matt Moore has been uh, – he's been a little underappreciated because obviously you haven't seen a lot of him, and he's been right. out of the league for a couple of years. But at the same time, I was talking to a, talking to a friend not too long ago, and they uh, we were kind of talking about Matt Moore being at least a, a decent and valuable fill-in. Obviously, he's not going to mm-hmm. take you anywhere that you like want to go like a deep playoff run, but at the same time, he can no, fill in and do a great job. He's not big dick, for, Nick. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Not he's not, but he's, he can do at least enough to get uh, you guys through the weather the storm a little bit yeah. until Patty Mahomes is back. Kind of like you guys said, let's think about some of those like all-American backups. Like you got to throw in Fitz Magic there. 
He's just like one of those like no. He wins you one <laughs> or two games, like you said. Big Dick Nick Foles has to go down as probably the greatest backup since he took that Eagles team to the Super Bowl and destroyed the Patriots. But like Matt Moore, like you said, kind of he he has been around as like a solid backup, but like you never really want him to consistently start. Yeah, I mean at the same time he's also been doing this for like I think he... it's been a decade. It's at least been a decade. I think yeah. this is going on like uh, season ten or eleven. I mean, so yeah, I mean he's a decent quarterback, but. I don't know. We'll see what he does uh, filling in for Patty Mahomes. Uh, let's move on and wrap up the Chiefs a little bit. All right, yeah, so uh, the Chiefs, but I don't know. I just think, like, the Chiefs' defense scares me in the end. Yeah, their offense looked good again still, but you got to think about all the weapons that are surrounding I mean, whatever Mahomes, quarterback's there. Don't get me wrong. Mahomes is like once in a generation. Mahomes kind of could have proven last year. You know, if you that people he was decided ready. whether or not to like overdo overtime rules. I mean, you're the you're the best athletes, you're the best football players in the world. And an overtime ends after first touchdown scored. I mean, I think that's kinda weak. I think college has like the perfect system for that, you know? Where both teams at least touch the ball. Right. Imagine if Mahomes got another drive after what happened last year. I mean, he was slinging it. Yeah, the yeah. only thing I have against that is you pay both sides of the ball. So if they're not good enough to get a stop when you need it, like that's not that's not the Patriots' fault in that situation. I mean, you can always have a Tim Tebow versus the Steelers. Yeah, and they run a slant, and Demarius mm-hmm. Thomas somehow manages to take it to the house. House call. And Tebow wins, has more playoff wins than Tony Romo. <laughs> that's not true, still. But shout out to my Cowboy fans. Well, you're looking at Romo two. has one. No, Romo has two. Fact check. Romo has two. Pause. Fact check. Okay, we're back from our fact check break. And Austin, how about you tell us what we found out? All right. After a little research, I did indeed prove. Ding for research. That Tony Romo had two, yes, two playoff wins, like I said. Okay. Um, listeners or listener, <laughs> that will never happen again. I will never be proven wrong. Why did you turn my mic up there, Brock? Uh, what were you saying, though, about um, the Saints? No, the Saints, uh, yeah, Drew Brees came back, um, as we all know. He looks solid. That's, uh, that's a good-looking football team there um, down in Saint, or in uh, New Orleans. What do you do? My only question with that team, because they look like they're Super Bowl caliber for sure, um, probably going to be a top two seed in the NFC, but what do you do with Teddy Bridgewater now? I don't know. Definitely, I I know we've talked about this a little before uh, outside the podcast, but uh, I think you're put in a super difficult situation. I mean, at least you were before, and now it's not so much of a difficult decision, but I think you got to get rid of uh, Teddy Two Gloves and just get the most for him, uh, whether that be a pick or another player in a position you need to improve. I think that you just need to definitely go out and get someone or somebody uh, that's going to improve the team because he's going he's at his most valuable right now. I think with Teddy Bridgewater, I think you do what you can to keep him around because if these past five weeks he's played has shown anything, mm-hmm. the kid can still ball, dude. Mm-hmm. Like he's still very capable. And if like you're him, do you really want to get traded somewhere to like Cleveland or? I'm just thinking of, like, shitty teams off the top of my head. Do you want to go to the fucking – never mind, Titans might be a good situation for him. 
But like, I think you hold on to him. Mm-hmm. You don't really know how well Drew is. Drew Brees going to come back next year? Well, that's what I'm saying. You Let's, keep Teddy yeah, Bridgewater I, I, yeah, there at the same time. Yeah, at the same time. I don't know how many seasons. Right. You got to consider and how many seasons again, Drew Brees you, has left. In the he tank. proved that he can come in and he can win games. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't lose, did he? No, five no. and all. Yeah, he absolutely kicked ass while they were gone, and they played some tough teams while they were out there. I mean, I. I may play the market, see what you can That's get That's what I'm for saying. Him. I think he just but, proved he needs – he's going to get paid now. Right. But you can do that on a good team like that, keep him afloat, more than afloat, 5-0. and oh, You're going to get bank. It, make, it makes me think or wonder, like, what does he think is important? You know, um, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a quarterback. I mean, he he deserves to get paid after yeah. that five-game stretch. Because, I mean, when did when did he go down? They beat the Cowboys. They were 2-0. and oh. Drew Brees got hurt in the Bucks game, right? Yep. Comes back, he beats the Cowboys, he beats the uh, Seahawks, beat, loses to the Rams. No, I'm reading. No, my, hasn't lost. I'm reading my schedule wrong. Holy shit! What game? What game did he get hurt in? He got hurt. Drew Brees got hurt. It should it should have been week three or four? No, not three. No, earlier than that. Three, I two. Think two, two, two. He's two. been out for five in a row. Jamie, Jamie, fact check. But. No, like, just the thing is, like, I think all Saints fans are cheering for the one thing that we're all overlooking right now is, let's not forget, when it comes to postseason time, Drew Brees usually has a noodle arm. Week two. By the end of the year. He has a noodle arm. He he gets tired. So that little five-week break there, that actually might be pivotal. Right. Yeah, as I was trying to say, like, you look at who Teddy's beaten. I mean, they beat the Seahawks. Good team, beat the Cowboys. They win games. <laughs> they beat the Bucks. I mean, that's a division game. No matter what, those are always going to be played close. Mm-hmm. And then they beat the Jags. I mean, did he beat the Bears too? Yep. I mean, he's done all he can. Uh, I think to secure himself like a big contract. If the Titans are looking to get rid of Mariota, which I think so, or even the Bears. They them, suck. Looking to move away from it's Trubisky. That's what I'm saying. Trubisky sucks. They suck because of Trubisky. Imagine Bridgewater falling into a situation like that. I mean that. If I'm him, I mean God forbid something happens to Drew Brees, I think you you could you could stick with the Saints, mm-hmm. and you'll be a playoff can playoff team. Yep. For some time now, um, you go to the Bears. You're in a win now. That's. That team is legit. They're only held back by their quarterback. Yeah, which is sad. Trash. Or you like maybe the Titans. I mean, the organization's kind of trash. But I mean, if Mariota like moves out of there, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's a lot of good spots for him to yeah. land next year. Um, well, and, and maybe even the Dolphins. You smoke no. crack. <laughs> Stop. But yeah. But no, like you said, like the Bears are just getting held back by Mitch Trubisky. Like it's time for them just to admit they're wrong and just cut ties with him. Like he right. he's pathetic looking. Yeah. And then to play in a division where you're the fourth best quarterback, which means you're the worst. Yeah. Where Kirk Cousins is. Which is sad because Kirk yeah. Cousins is in there. And an still, aging Matt Stafford. Yeah, he's okay, let's go. He's still behind Matt Stafford. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, behind shitty Kirk Cousins, you like he's just that? a shitty in front, like and still worse than him. Absolutely. And then in the MVP conversation, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean it's. I can't. You can't blame the coach in that. You know, keeping him in there. But you really want to? Is it McCown that's still there? 
Who's the fucking backup? No, Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel. Yeah, that guy, started 75 a few years games. old. I think, um, <laughs> I don't know, Mitch Trubisky, your time's up. It's done. Uh, <laughs> speaking of MVPs, you said that you had – what's your top three? All right. right now in the race, what's your top three okay. for NFL MVP? I think it's so close. I, I don't have them in a particular order, but I have Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, and um, Russell Wilson. I know Mahomes, obviously, but he's hurt. I think that hinders you a lot because when you're hurt, you're kind of forgotten for a little bit. Not not like fully forgotten, but you can't really be an MVP. The last one I checked, coming off like a three-game you know, right. absence. So right. I'm going Wilson, Watson, and Rodgers. Okay. I actually like that a lot. Uh, Rodgers lately, I mean, I well, I don't know about Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Like, he had a shitty start. Yeah, for the first quarter of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just these last two games where he's looked. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, like Aaron Rodgers of old. That's a great point you brought up because, what, it was two short weeks ago. Everyone was saying, is he in decline? Is he ever going to get back to what he once was? Right. And now all of a sudden it's like. Oh, he's he's the best. He's the best there ever was. He's you know he's the best right now. I'm like, mm. yeah. Well, that's like how annoying like the media narrative is. Mm-hmm. They're so quick to turn and jump on. I mean, they gotta get they gotta get their ratings. You gotta have Max Kellerman out there saying Kawhi Leonard's more clutch than Kobe Bryant <laughs> and stupid shit like that. Show me those moments. Show me. Well, let me tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> that's comedy. <laughs> but no, I I just think. Like you said, Aaron Rodgers is unpredictable still. It's mm-hmm. looking awesome with his new like head coach. You know, they're getting along way better than him and McCarthy. That's making McCarthy look terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I just say As a coach yeah. yeah, as a coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, just I mean, think the roster turnover yeah, is the same, basically. Yeah, basically. And you're also I mean, most of last year you had the wide receivers. <laughs> you good? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but most of last year you had the yeah, the wide receiver core. You had your main guy. You had Devontae right. Adams in there the whole year. Right. If you can do anything with him, uh, being with a coach, uh, being with McCarthy, I think it definitely did, kind of right. shits on his name. And I think he'll be out of a job for a long time. I yeah, so he's too. definitely. Because I mean, the trend nowadays is to younger, like more fashionable coaches, like Cliff Kingsbury. Like you're not gonna go with Mike McCarthy, who's 88 years old. Right. I mean, what is he gonna play like the power eye and just shitty ass offenses? Like no. <laughs> That Iowa football. <laughs> For real. Insert Steve, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. That's how the white man runs the football. <laughs> <laughs> From, uh, longest yard. Longest yard. Yard. <laughs> Goat movie. Yeah, it is. No, but what do you guys think? Like, what are you guys have any objections to those three? No, no? I don't I don't think Aaron, Russell Wilson, I think, is still in contention for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think he, he didn't have a, he didn't have the highest statistical game. I mean, he got Sunday. outplayed by, you know, the, Best player in the NFL. I don't have to say his name. I mean, Everyone is, knows. Does that hurt you for him not to be on Austin's list then? You could have a 3A or a 3B. I would definitely. I'm, I'm not going to lie. He was close. I think, maybe, I, I think maybe I'm a little bit more critical considering I'm a fan and how he played against. We're talking about Lamar. How he played against the Browns mm-hmm. really, really pissed me off. Uh, that was just a bad game in general. And then, I mean, we lose to the Chiefs. There, there was – I mean, a lot of time where uh, I didn't know really what was going on. And uh, well, that was rambling. I don't know what the hell I'm saying now. No, you're good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of like the list. Sean Watson might be a little high. I don't know. I mean, he's a yeah. stud. I mean, 
there's a lot of NFL left to play. Yeah. Well, one thing I think for Deshaun, what makes it like so big is that his line sucks. So like mm-hmm. what he's doing is like literally under duress. Did you guys catch what Gruden said um, in this post game about Watson? Oh yeah, he said yeah. You can go ahead and say it, but I caught it. Yeah, he said uh, playing Deshaun Watson is like playing Michael Jordan. Yeah. I mean, it is John Gruden saying that, but, like, he does some magical things. Like, he's like, we had him wrapped up three times, but he would just get out of it and throw off his back foot 40 yards down the field. Like, that's tough. Like, he's really good. That's Mm kind of what Dabo Sweeney, his old college coach, has been saying for, like, a lot of time. Like, you guys remember when he came out in the draft and Sweeney was telling, like, how he's going to be the best, but, like, no one wanted to buy into it because it was from Clemson? And now they're one of the better programs in football. Yep. Too bad. All right. Well, I think we should talk, uh, take a little break here, and then we go into NBA. The last. So, NBA has been back now, and I have to say, I'm excited. Um, This is like one of the most open years. That we've had probably since LeBron ruined the league back in, what was that, 2011? I don't ever get why you say that, but I'm going to let it slide. What do you mean? He didn't ruin the league. How did he not? He didn't. He went what did to, he do? He went to play with his friends. So here's the so story. He no, 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 to, I get this. He went to play with his I friends. Know, I know. <laughs> he went to play with his friends in the playground. <laughs> he went and joined. Dude, I know what two? happened. He got them together because he went to the Olympics. Because he couldn't beat the Celtics. The story is he went Wait, the to story, the Olympics the story. and he said to himself, why should I continue to play with shit players beside me when I want to play with star athletes, other stars in the league? Because other winners have done it before. Who? Michael Jordan. By himself. That's a He went through nine hard years of sucking. not nine hard years of sucking six hard years of getting his ass beat every day how do you think he liked shitty that? teammates how do you think he liked that he did he worked harder and you no, know he you know didn't he, he they drafted scotty pippen he worked harder and how do you work harder than already average on over 30 points a game he did got better on the defensive end of the ball he did everything mm-hmm. you know what lebron did when the going got, got better. tough got better no he joined two of the top two players at their position Best shooting guard, Dwayne Wade. Best power forward, Chris Bosh. Him, Dirk, Tim Duncan. There's the argument right there. He joined them. I think you know Dirk, why? I think because Dirk proved he it in that beat, finals. He couldn't beat the Celtics. That's not true. Couldn't beat the Celtics. Couldn't beat Paul Pierce and Ray Allen. Now, don't get me wrong. They're one of the better teams that have ever been assembled. Mm-hmm. You used to let KG you tu- slide like you that? Tough, you tough it out. Did you hear that? Huh? He's going to dog KD for that? I'm getting there. Not KD. Sorry, KG. Trade. Trades. Yeah. Built through trades. No. Not openly signing and conspirating, whatever the word is, with other players. Had an hour long special on it, too. Yeah. That ruined the he ruined he ruined okay. the parody of the league. The only him thing- joining the Heat ruined the parody of the league. No it Now didn't. him choking he in didn't the finals. Choke. One of the greatest choke jobs of all time. Twenty eleven, I get it. Nine points. Yeah, and again. Losing to Dirk Nowitzki and JJ Barea. Jason Kidd, Tyson Chandler, JJ Barea. That whole team doesn't get better. Jason Terry. As I continue to list off players, I realize it's hurting my argument more. Now listen here, you son of a bitch, before I get off topic from just laying into him. LeBron's one of my favorite players. I appreciate him. But ruin the league. So you have what LeBron does. 
Now you have other teams trying to battle to see what kind of team they can put together Mm -hmm. to compete with LeBron, James, Dwayne Wade, and all them. And then once that disbands, LeBron goes back to Cleveland. But before he goes back to Cleveland, you know what? Mm, They just drafted Andrew Wiggins. That looks good. Him and Kyrie, I can play with them. Mm, You know what? They may not be good enough for me to beat any other team. I couldn't beat the Spurs. Well, how about this? To beat the Spurs, I mean, they don't – that team doesn't look good enough. You know what I'm going to have to do? I'm going to have to go out and get Kevin Kevin Love. Love. Yeah, wouldn't you? Have you seen Andrew Wiggins? I have to go get Kevin Love. And then there it is. LeBron's got his other big three. And then what happens? Oh, yeah, the Warriors. Prime example, Warriors building through the draft Mm -hmm. and then getting the right coach and them exploding onto the fucking scene like they did and they won the title. Now, LeBron doing what he did. Now, I think KD is the biggest rat motherfucker in the league for what he did by joining <laughs> it's true. the Warriors. Had him down 3-1. But it was terrible. I mean, him joining the 73-9 and Warriors, terrible. Unforgivable. But I wasn't as hurt because of what LeBron did. He made it okay for team players to join up like that and go out and seek and chase titles. No. Now, no. Now, now, no one was beating that team. My Rockets, they might have had a chance. Chris Paul doesn't get hurt. Is that a lie? No, that's the truth. Now, they didn't win. I've accepted that. The Warriors, greatest team ever assembled mm-hmm. at, with KD there. Yep. Now, LeBron, that being said, you know, KD, you know, kind of doing the same thing, following him. Who knows? LeBron comes back. He beats the Warriors when they're 73-9. and nine. One of the greatest playoff performances of all time. Who knows? They might have beaten him the year before if Caleb and Kyrie play. So we never really know how. We know that Warriors team was good, but you don't really know how good they could have yeah. been because when they faced the one tight, the one challenge, a fully loaded Cavs, they lost, and then they went out and beat. You know, they got KD, and then officially ruined the league for what was that? Three years he was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that third. Fuck him. Um, I mean. Asterisk titles, that's all they'll have. Yeah. Um, I don't give a shit about them, but this year was one of the few years in recent memory. Because, Jesus Christ, dude, that's almost 10 years ago when LeBron did that. It's just been LeBron, 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 Steph Curry, KD. Kawhi Leonard saved the league going to the Clippers this year. Balanced the league out. You mm-hmm. have so many duos now that you, it's just exciting. Yeah, the league's going to be fun. Yeah. I don't even know. You've pissed me off. I don't even know where the hell I was going. <laughs> no, you're just talking about how the league, you know, is going to be exciting to watch this year. There's so many good teams. Yes. 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 Rain me back in. Brock, where where, where do we go from here? Do we know? know? If you want to go to the dynamic duos, I mean, you got a couple well, of favorites. I mean, I mean, I know who your favorite is going well, to be. But. I think, yeah, I do have – I could probably rank my top three duos in the league this year. Are um, we going strictly duos or are we going top three teams contenders? Top three teams, I mean, it's a little early to tell, and since we've already had, like, three games, we've seen weaknesses in all teams except for the Clippers. I mean, the Clippers are pretty much – They got beat by the Suns. I mean, Paul George is coming back soon. And and he fucking sucks. And I will, to this day, say that. There's no evidence to support that. Sucks. Thunder, postseason, playoff P. Fucking sucks. Damon Lillard goat. 
Um, no, I mean uh, we got Clay Thompson's better than Damian Lillard. I mean that. Just, just not true. It's easily true. Just not true. Clay Thompson is a top ten NBA player. I mean that's not true. That's true. Top ten. Top ten in the league. I could right now name ten players better than he. You can't. Doesn't have to be in an order. I want to. I don't it. give a shit. Ten I want to hear it. Write it down. Start the list. All right. This is really good for dead air time. One. Sorry. Sorry for yelling in yelling in the mic. This guy just pisses me off. One. Harden. Is this your order too? Nope. Okay. Yes. KD. Even injured. No, you can't. KD. Can't put him. KD. Can't put him. Shut up. (laughs) Even injured. LeBron James. Anthony Davis. Yep. Steph Curry. Yep. Why am I drawing a blank? I'm going to help you out. Giannis. Giannis. Kawhi. Kawhi. Um, Then it gets real hard. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. I have you thinking. Pause for a break. That's what I'm saying. Paul George. No. Joel Embiid. Okay. Blake Griffin. <laughs> You're high. And Kyrie, the way Kyrie's playing this year. There's 11 players. You're not putting – you don't actually him. mean Blake Griffin. Yeah, I do. He's just been on just a terrible situation. He played for the Pistons. He's one of literally one of the most dynamic players in the league right now. He can shoot. He can baby you in the paint. He can defend. And he can also move the ball around way better than most guards in the And league. he can get injured. Played 75 games last year. Still sucked. Eight seed. Pistons. Reggie Jackson's the second best player. Sucks. No facts to support that. Clay Thompson is a top 10 player. Nope, just listed 10 other players better than him. That's not true. He's benefited, played for the Warriors. No, he hasn't. You put him on any other team, he fucking blows. No, he doesn't. He doesn't blow, but he can't create for others, and he can barely create for himself. No, that's he not true. He benefits playing in that system. Guards the other team's best guard. It's a guard-driven league. And gets league. his ass cooked. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. A, this is a guard-driven league. Guard-driven he league. He locks down. And he can't pass. Can't pass. Doesn't have to. Average less than Doesn't three assists for his career. Doesn't need to. Okay. Why would you need a pass to be a good player there? He's better than Blake When Griffin. you're not playing with in the one of the greatest systems ever, one of the most open systems ever, you, you put him on the fucking... Um, Hornets. You think he's still going to do that? Do good? Yes, dude. He is the second best shooter. What Talk, does he do on, other on, than hold shoot? On, hold on, hold on. Plays defense. We're talking this way. Just for that. Just for that example. Are we talking uh, with Kemba Hornets? Or are we talking today's Hornets? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That team sucks. So don't ever bring you them up Clay, again. All right. You where do you where? What does Clay Thompson do besides? Okay, he can defend. What is he going to do to benefit other players around him? He just he wins. Can't. He just wins. Thank you, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green. Please take Draymond Green out. I'm going to be honest. He gets him involved. I'm going to be honest. I named 10 players that are better. No, it's not and true. And honestly, I don't even think I've named Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard Damian is Damian Lillard's player. not better than him. Way more da- dynamic on offense. No, he's not. That is 100% no, true. No, he's not. Damian Lillard can shoot. He can can't finish around drive. the basket. No, he can't. Are you out of your mind? Are Dude, you actually high? Clay Thompson bodies him. I've seen them. He's play. a bigger guard. Yep, bodies him. 
babies him, carries him in his crib, Damian Lillard puts him to sleep at night. Damian Lillard is six two. And Clay, Clay Thompson, Thompson is, is 6'7". Yep. And out of curiosity, and he can play, play defense. Out of yeah. curiosity, Josh, would you put – you wouldn't dare put CJ McCollum ahead of uh, Clay, would you? No. You know what? Just to piss you off, low-key, I might take him. I might no, take him. He's not good. No. Clay Thompson's definitely better than CJ McCollum. He is a top – You have 12 right now, so can, he'd still can, be okay, in the 15. He's, here, a, here, he's, hold a, on, he's hold a top on. Hold three. on. Before you, before you come up with that. Let me tell you why I brought it up. Because in the preseason rankings, they had him at like 53. That is absurd. A panel no. of NBA experts. Yeah, experts. Quotes. quotes. Yeah, toss quotes around I that. mean, I'm looking I'm looking at the stats leaders from last year. I mean, You don't go off stats. There's so much just, just shitty okay, stats that okay. get compiled. Kwa- Kwame Brown's better than Shaq if we're not going off stats. What? That's a- you said stats don't matter, so I can make stupid-ass no. takes like that. Terrible Takes Podcast. Thanks for listening. No, that literally is the worst not that take i'm just ignoring that but clay thompson is top 10 um He's it, injured. it's a fact i want i don't paul george is injured katie's injured to so take their ass out they have better players no they're not paul george sucks dude clay thompson is better than paul george benefited from playing from the warriors who wouldn't kd's had his best seasons with the warriors too it's probably not true it is true but what i'm saying is clay thompson is better than everyone's favorite guards besides yours because you like James Harden. That's not true. He's better than Russell Westbrook. Clay Probably not true. It's true. Again, I mean that. Again, Russ is more dynamic on offense. Listeners. Just because you can shoot does like, listeners, again, I want you to think about Clay this. Thompson. No, you are. Sounds like you are. You I are. Mean, I'm not I'm not saying he sucks by any means. No, you are. But I'm saying they're the eleven people I named are better basketball players. No, Blake Griffin out. Paul no, George more dynamic. out. Wrong. Out. Wrong. Out. Wrong. Paul George, 28 a game last year. Clay Thompson, you've never seen it. Hey, guess, get this one. Playoff P. Playoff suck. Hey, what team has looked good against that team? Other the, than the Rockets. You mean the Jazz? Other than the Rockets. It's I'm talking play- about against the Warriors. Well, I'm talking about Playoff P because you want to bring him hey, up how he's so what good. What other team looked good against the Warriors? The Cavs when they beat him. Who was not playing for the Warriors when that happened? Nobody. Kevin Durant. He wasn't there yet. That's what I'm talking about. He wasn't there yet. That's what I'm talking about, though. What I'm talking about is you're wrong, and you don't want to admit it with Clay Thompson. Yes, you are. Brock, throw in your take right here. Which side, at least, of this argument are you on? Mm. It's hard to put me me on the spot like that, but I think that I definitely tossed Clay in the top 15. Do I agree that all 12 of these players are better than Clay? Eh, Maybe not a few. Probably Blake Griffin, probably. I would say he's definitely better than Blake Griffin. <laughs> Although I'm not going to discredit Blake, he's been put in some bad situations, but he is. He definitely, like you said, Josh, he's changed his game as he's gone out, Thank as you. he's gone through the years. But at the same time, I think it's kind of weird to put in. I mean, when they're healthy, I think that KD for sure being injured right now is better than well, better yeah, than Clay Thompson. That's, that's but I don't obvious. know. I think it's. I think PG is a hard argument. I, he sucks. I think that's. I can go hand in hand. You can toss that up either way. But, toss uh, up for who? Who they throw out? That's fair, but yeah. At the same time, I <laughs> I kind of want to just say it, that NBA panel of analysts that were just great was a terrible take. Absolutely the worst take. I'd like to invite them on the show, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't put Clay outside. I would I wouldn't never put Clay outside of the top fifteen. So the top ten, no, but the top t- top fifteen for me, yeah. And I think that's a pretty good list to be on. I wouldn't agree that he's not better than all twelve hey. of these. I players. think there's hey, I hey, think hey, there's hey, younger. Let me come pl- in with a really hot take here. I think there are younger players who are better than him. 
No. Who? Okay. There's me, not younger players that okay, are better. Let me him. come up with a real hot take. I know this is going to make you explode. I mean this, okay? Better overall player? No, okay? No, I'm going to put that out there right now. Better overall? No. But in a game that matters, I'm taking Clay Thompson over James Harden in a game that matters. I said it. I mean it 100%. Well, I mean, you don't really ask Clay Thompson to do anything other than to stand in a corner and shoot. That's not true. When guards are you out your are you joking? Do you watch do you watch the games? Yes, he moves, he plays. He plays off ball. Good. Kay. He shoots threes. You know what Harden does for the offense? Ball hawks. Everything. Ball hawks. He does everything on the offensive end. He's got to shoot, he's got to score, and if he's not out there creating for others, the Rockets don't fucking win or they don't do anything. Well, get get this one. They don't playoff, win either way. You're talking way. about playoff games? Yeah, Clay, Clay Thompson may be the best shooter of all time, one of the hottest shooters. But, again, you benefit from the system you're playing in. He, It's one of the, it's the most open offense. You can do whatever you want, run around, illegal screens coming all we'll, over the fucking place. We'll get this one. What a, of course someone like that's going to shine when you got fucking Steph Curry and Kevin Durant on the other side. You have, you have to focus all of your attention on them, all of it. All of your you attention have, on that. Hey, 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 hey. And, of course, someone like Clay Thompson, who's fucking money from deep, is going to get, you know, he's going to get all of, he's going to get all the touches. He's going to he's going to have the easiest game out of anyone. He always yeah. has the easiest games. No, not true. Now. No, it's not true. And and, and you want to talk, talk about the system, the coach. You guys have the greatest offensive coach of all time. Never How about that Mike D'Antoni's system? We'll never hear you say it, but I hear analysts say it. Again, then Brock, Oh, those same it? analysts that you are so quick to quote, you discredit them for waiting or for having Clay Thompson ranked 54th. Yeah, it's wrong. Okay, but they're right about D'Antoni being the greatest coach of all say. time. what they say. It's what they get paid the big bucks for. Hypocrite. Bum. No. You're just mad because Clay Thompson is underappreciated. It's just true. Oh, Jokic. Another fucking player better sucks. than he is. He sucks. You're, you I'll put that on the list, but I don't think I agree with it. I put Jokic Again, at maybe Again, does more 25. on the offensive kind end. Of no, he doesn't. Kind of at the same time, though. Damn I think near average. Put... <laughs> he averaged seven assists last year, and he's a center. Okay. You could put Jokic ahead of a couple guys. Rajon Rondo still averages like 11 assists a year. Is he good? It's probably not true. Fact check? You no, wanna... we don't need it because that's not true. You want to say Rondo? You're just going off, ooh, because they can pass the ball, too. Well, Rondo turns around and okay, he has a so layup and passes how is it LeBron, How is LeBron better than Michael Jordan? Better all, all ah better mm, all around. How dare I say passing? Player. How dare I say passing? Right. Bigger, stronger, faster. Not a better defender. Not a better defender. Jordan's a better scorer. It's not true. Thirty points a game for his career. Doesn't matter. Played in the cupcake. Thirty points cupcake a game. League. For his career. Cupcake He played in a... He's playing janitors. He played on an inside-focused game. Everything was inside the three-point line. And still averaged 30 points a game. Playing against some of the greatest centers that have ever played. Mm -hmm. Those same centers that can't stretch the floor. Wouldn't be able to beat a team in today's game. So you're telling me that... I mean that. Rudy Gobert would beat Hakeem Olajuwon one-on-one? One on one doesn't make that's that's such a but, but let's 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 use. say we put them in a seven game series. Okay, the teams. Rudy Gobert is going to have a better series than Hakeem Olajuwon or David Robinson or or Shaq. No, but the they're, teams are going to beat them. So all centers from today today's league. I didn't say they're better. all better, but if you stretch the floor, that team becomes better. In those days, the centers just stood there and they did and one baby thing. people in the paint. 
Yeah, and who are they going to baby when they... Who are, are they going to baby? Who are they going to baby who's, in today's who, game when they're getting literally threes hit on Who's Garden Shack? Who's Garden Shack? Arguably, he could, he'd be the best center now if he was in his prime now. Hakeem Olajuwon. Babying people in the paint. Okay, but what, about guarding, what about guarding a guy on the three-point line? You let the fuck... What fucking three-point shooting center do you know that's absolutely money that you have to worry about 24-7? There isn't one. Yes, there is. No, there's not. Yes, there is. Fucking Andres Beergens for the fucking Warriors back in 2006. <laughs> Maybe. Montrez Harrell? No. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I know. I'm you. trolling. Like, well, when you got to think about. You're backed into a corner. No, I'm not backed into a corner. You've been beat down on every point that you've brought up. No, he seems to be fighting for his life here. Yeah. No, I'm not scrambling. Someone get him some shield potion. Fortnite. <laughs> that blue. <laughs> anyway. You're just wrong. The teams now are better. Basketball's better. Athletes are better. It's a different league. It's a different league. You're right. But So don't compare them. Don't compare them. If you want to compare them, you can because I know you guys, you listeners nope, are on I'm my just, side. I'm just using your arguments against you. You listeners. You say I can't bring up passing All right. and being an overall better player. We're going to end this argument and continue with a little NBA. First of all, Damian Lillard is, no, is no. better than Clay Thompson. No. More dynamic on the offensive end. No, he's end. not. Listeners, what he's able th- to do on the offensive end makes up for Clay's defensive ability. Listener. That is listeners, 100% fact. Listener, listeners. Every I want you team sitting re- down. I want you guys to write down your own list because this is. What are you going to do? Email it into us? Yes. Create it. It's a good idea. I like that. I want you guys to email our group, the Terrible Take guys. No, we'll have it at the end of the podcast. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. but I want you guys emailing that list to us. Because I mean it 100% when I say that. Clay Thompson is underappreciated. He is underrated. He is one of the top 10 best NBA players today. He will be this year. Again, I get he's hurt. He will be for the next few years. He is the second greatest shooter of all time. He is the best hot shooter. When he's on fire, that man is not even facing the basket. We saw it in this last finals. If he stays healthy, I'm not sure if it doesn't go game seven. You're you're acting like Damian Lillard sucks. Can't shoot the basketball. Okay, okay. That, that was that was dumb by me. He doesn't suck. But Clay Thompson shut him down when it mattered. We'll continue to shut down other star point guards when it matters, because we know Steph's on skates out there. You're acting like Damian Lillard can't shoot. No, he can shoot. He's he's cold. We saw what he did to the Thunder, waved him off. See ya. Top ten, top five coldest moments in the NBA history, right there. It has to be hit a shot from eighty-eight feet. Yeah, no question. Um, but no question, we're gonna jump into the next segment here. But Brock, before we do that, Damian Lillard, better player. Yeah, just so we can kind of close out, you know, it's been a jam-packed week. You know, we saw some players that we were all really excited about seeing. You know, you had R.J. Barrett dropping 21, I think, about the, the opening week. Mm-hmm. And John Morant Cold. giving it to fucking Kyrie. like Cold. All but uh, one thing I wanted to just get out, I guess, uh, MVP, first week in the NBA. I think we would try and do this as a regular thing. But um, top three candidates for the MVP right now. All right, I'm going to start with number three. Dame Lillard. 
Austin, I know how you don't like to consider him a good player at all because you don't know basketball. But, I mean. <laughs> the disrespect. Over the first three games, they I mean, they dropped the opening one against Denver. Denver's going to be a tough one all week. But he's averaging 30 points a game, six assists. Uh, he's shooting 29% from three, and, I mean, he's still putting up big numbers. I mean, he's my number three. Now, that's subject to change. I mean, there's going to be a lot of basketball left to be played. But uh, my number two pick, Kyrie. Um they're losing a bunch of games and they're all being they're all really close games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I don't know. I've always been really skeptical of Kyrie. Um, I feel like before LeBron started playing with him, you know, he really wasn't. He was really inconsistent. He plays with LeBron, and I mean, he practically saved LeBron legacy, dropping those like forty point games in the finals. And then for the Celtics, I mean, that was just a just kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth thinking about him playing for the Celtics. You know what I mean? Does every person you bring up, do you have to have a disrespectful take on LeBron? Okay, this guy's in his feelings. Are you okay? Uh, I'm fine. We I just, you, I'm just. We, we took a 10 minute timeout. I thought you'd be okay. Cups of the Rose. That sucks. And your takes suck. Dude, wow. LeBron, we could have left him out of there. I like the Kyrie. I talk. didn't even say anything bad. He didn't save LeBron's legacy. Let's Can go. I finish my point without you being upset? Last thing on that, though, the finals. I do had, have tissues here. He had 40 when Kyrie also had 40. Continue. <clears throat> I mean, I was kind of leaning in, building up to where he is at this point, but thanks for taking that, taking the wind out of the sails on that one. Fucking Jesus. Okay, so a lot of hate in your eyes right there. Um, I was saying the Celtics – it kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth. I mean, he gets hurt next year, sucks it up even more. I mean, they get beat pretty easily. I think this is like a legitimate fresh start where he's going to be the guy the Nets have, legit role players around him, and not to mention there's some guy named Kevin Durant who's coming back. I mean, this is going to be his team. He's definitely elevated as a player. He's coming into his own, I think, He's going to be a problem this year. No doubt he makes the all-star All-Star team this year. Um, he's my number two. And number one, I think this is going to be a surprise for you guys. You guys want to try and guess who it is? I bet he plays for the Rockets. Nope. He really doesn't? Who do you think it is? James Harden still. I know you say he doesn't play for the Rockets, but until I hear it. Why would I? Carl Anthony Towns. Okay. Boo. Out. <clears throat> Lap. They're the only team that's 3-0, 32 points a game, 13 rebounds a game. I'd like to see who he played. They must have a good beat rebounding the, coach Beat the Nets there. with Kyrie. They beat some team in Charlotte, JV team. <laughs> then they beat the Heat. Heat are solid. Nah. I mean, they're, they're going to have a tough, tough, tough year. But, I mean, 30, make the playoffs. 36 – Opening game. Okay. 37 on Friday. Okay. And then 23 and 11 and 4. He's averaging over five assists a game. I mean, it's the first week of the league. Those are obviously going to yeah. – I don't know. I mean, they play against the, the Sixers next. It's going to be nice to see how he matches up against Joel Embiid. But he's my number one at the moment. And I've been very critical of Cat. Also Kyrie. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. 
All right, I, I don't know. I like the list. I don't like Cat, one bit. He's had the best. He's having one of the better seasons. No, no, he, he's playing solid. I just don't think three and zero. They're winning games. I don't think he sustains a high level play. That's why it's week ever. one. Week one MVP, not week two or eighty-seven. Week one overreaction. Gotcha. I, I thought you were. I thought you were just going off of like. Nope, just uh, games played, not best player in the league. Okay, but I so so you are just going off who's looked the best. Yeah. I thought this was a after one week. Who do we still think is winning MVP? As of right now, you think Cat could win the MVP if they sustain? Okay. No, not even sustain. Just week one MVP. Yeah, I like that, Josh. Uh, with that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and do one last break and then wrap it up. This is the Terrible Take Podcast, so to end it, I want to give you our terrible takes in who's been terrible this week. That's terrible. Brock, why don't you start us off? Easily for me, the Nationals have been terrible. How do you go and go and win two games in Houston, come back home, and lose three straight? Something you got to look at as an organization, and you got to somehow pick yourself up and keep your heads high for two, possibly two more games in Houston, and you got to somehow convince yourselves that you're capable of winning two more games in Houston winning this World Series. That's all I got. Austin, who's been terrible for you? Who's been terrible for me? The man, Mitch Trubisky. I think he's been terrible for anyone that watches the game of football. He's hurting the integrity of the league. He needs to be gone. Cut ties. Get him out of there. If the Bears ever want to win and be a win-now team, they got to get a new quarterback. There's plenty out there. Teddy Two Gloves, Cam Newton, I don't care who the hell it is. Just get Mitch's ass out. He sucks. He should no longer be an NFL quarterback, a starting quarterback, maybe a backup, but he's definitely been terrible. The entire Bears franchise knows it. The entire Bears fans know it. Everyone knows it in the league, and everyone needs to admit they were wrong. Josh, who looked terrible to you? Who looked terrible to me? Absolutely terrible, and it brings a fucking smile to my face thinking about it. The Warriors. Um... I think their window has officially closed. You lose Kevin Durant, you know, that's a big thing. And anyone loses Kevin Durant, obviously, there's going to be a turnaround in the franchise. And then you find out Clay Thompson's going to be out all year. There's there's no way they make the playoffs this year. Um, D'Angelo Russell just isn't there. Um, I feel like he is going to be used as trade bait come, come um, midseason. I mean, a lot of teams out there I think would be willing to trade for him. But Steph Curry can only do so much. It's going to be nice to see how he plays by himself legitimately and how other teams play against him, knowing that he's the number one person they got to worry about. And just to finish up and how terrible they are, there's nothing better than seeing Draymond's sorry ass on a losing team. It brings a smile to my face. You most overrated player in the last decade I mean the Warriors as a whole I think it's going to be real rough for them um, I don't know how they're going to come back Steph Curry's pretty old dude um, he's like in his 30s um, Clay Thompson you don't know how he's going to play coming off that knee injury I know science has changed people are coming back off injuries a lot better now but yeah Warriors terrible um, they're going to be terrible and yeah it's really exciting to see 
This was episode one of the Terrible Take Guys podcast. I want you guys to email us at theterribletakeguys at gmail.com with your thoughts on some of the stuff that we talked about, your suggestions for what we could add. Go ahead and repeat that email just one more time. Theterribletakeguys at gmail.com. Now, to our one listener out there, like I said, we want to say thanks. Go ahead and give us all a follow. Instagram, Twitter. Follow me at Josh Dibler. It's J-O-S-H-D-E-I-B-L-E-R. Twitter, Instagram. That's how you get a hold of me. Austin, what's yours? All right. You can hit me at Austin underscore Guerrero 8. Guerrero, G-U-E-R-R-E-R-O 8. On. On. <laughs> Instagram. Twitter. Twitter's the same. Okay, Brock. You can find me at datguerrero2 on Instagram. D8. <laughs> hold on, hold on. What was it again? Say it again. You can get a hold of me on datguerrero2 on Instagram. D-A-T-G-U-E-R-R-E-R-O-2. The number two on Instagram and Twitter is ASAP Brocky. A-S-A-P-B-R-O-C-K-Y. Two zeros. I love it. Thanks to our one listener. This is the show.